Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Mike. And Kevin is running the computer board tonight because we've had a computer screw up. And so we're trying this to see if it'll work. Now, before we get too deep into this, I want Kevin to click me to the first person who has a question. And we'll see if we can actually talk to each other. This is Mike. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello. Hello there. Hello. Ah, good. This is Mike. Our, our, computer, our communication system is kind of messed up tonight, but we'll see if we can do this. Yeah, we might be able to. Cool. And, and, and does the right connect work? Okay, I got you. Uh, you're echoing, so. Uh, Hold on. Uh, apparently the direct connect worked. I'm going to go back over to my microphone, so don't go anywhere, okay? Okay, you got it. All right. We lose you? Good. Okay. Are you, can you hear me now? Yeah, and you're not echoing. All right. All right. Hold on a second. I might be right here. Are you there? You and I'm it. here now. All right. This is all working right. finally. Oh, you're all sounding <laughs> fabulous. Good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. All right. All so right. we've got a 209 area code. We didn't go through our where are you calling from routine here. Well, so, that Kevin, was, where, where uh, is that used to? I used to be Modesto, California, but I got tired of the communist state of California, so I moved to Arizona, and I'm back in America. Well, good for you. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Yeah, I'm and happy, too. So what's new and exciting on this evening? Well, you know, I had a tire that uh, ended up with a, a weight, you know, the weights that they put on uh, cars that just kind of uh, snap over the rim. Yep. Yep. And it went through my tire, and it hit one of the large wires that goes about every inch in the Ooh. casing. Ooh, ruined when that, that wire gets yeah. nailed, you can't yeah. just arc weld it together, put some bubble gum in there, and it'd be good again. No. Well, you can if you use JB Weld. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. no, no. <laughs> sure JB, weld, JB Weld and duct tape will fix anything. Anything. For a time. Yeah, that's what I, I carry it in the truck with me everywhere I go. There you go. There you go. So, so yes, sir, you, you had to replace that one, huh? Yeah, I sure did. Well, the hole was pretty large, too. So. Which is one yeah. of the reasons I don't like external weights put on the rims. Yeah, the beats okay. are all right. They they are only correct the day you did it because the tire doesn't wear uniformly, so the weight position needs to change a little bit. And they tend yeah. to come off at the worst times, and sometimes they do exactly what yours did and damage your tire. Yeah. Instead yeah. of saving your tire life, it costs you a tire. Yeah. Wow. So I, I like the stuff that goes in the tire or the hula hoop rings that you bolt to the hub and they're permanently balancing your assembly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, 
had to go and replace that one. So, uh, and it was a brand new one too. So, oh, it was kind of an ouch. <laughs> Which yeah. means the guy that put the stupid clip weight on did it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. Well, I just wanted to make sure he wasn't just selling me a tire. So. No, I no, knew if, I'd if, come to the experts and get the right answer. Yeah, when you get into the steel, you're done. Yeah. Okay. Well, I All appreciate right, you, sir. You have, have a good, good day out there in Arizona. All right. Bye-bye. You betcha. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. All right. Well, our computer glitch seems to have resolved itself. We're able to communicate. We have callers out there that are listening. Right. We had one question. Right. We solved that question. Now, I told everybody on my Facebook post this week yeah. that if you didn't have questions and comments, I would start singing filthy joke, filthy songs and dirty jokes. Uh, I don't think we want to go there. Well, <laughs> did but, you have one in mind? Is that what is that what this is all about? Well, there was something about the maid in the mud and the hogs and 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 the wow. slopping them and and that's the kind of you know something like that, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, somebody didn't want to listen to that stuff, so they have pushed number one on their phone. Well, thank God. We now have a seven one six caller. Right. Who's that? Seven. Well, I don't know. Who, who do you it think is. it is? Who do I think it is? State. I think it is somebody from Tennessee. New York. New York. You are so bad. Yeah. And and this probably is the New York guy that actually lives in Florida now. Probably. Well, don't they all? If they're smart. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see what happens. Let's find here. out. Hello, New York. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. But I figured I didn't good. want to hear your dirty jokes and your, uh, your wonderful singing. So I figured I'd push the one button and uh, ask you a question about radius arms. Okay, radius arms. Right. Pan hard bars. Right. Positioning rods. Yes. <laughs> yes, cool okay. Stuff. What's your question? Or, or, or torsion rods, as some people call them. Yes, rods. yes, torsion rods, yeah. All right, I am talking about the torsion arms that run parallel with a frame rail on a C600 Kenworth. On the eight-bag suspension? Uh, actually, mine's a four-bagger. A four-bagger. But what I'm wondering is, yes, what I'm wondering is, do they need to be, two of them need to be replaced at the same time? No. No, you could you could replace one. Just whenever necessary. <laughs> Or are you okay, saying this vehicle? Well, again, I mean, are you saying this is two torque arms that are connected to the same pumpkin and then connected to the frame? Um. Well, this is where Kenworth, when I called them, I had a discrepancy with them. I was mm-hmm. calling them torsion arms, and they mm-hmm. were looking up the ones that run from the top of the pumpkin to the inside of the frame rail. To the sideways. Yeah, left and right. Yeah. Those and you're are not talking the ones about I'm ones... looking at. Now, is this, you said this is a four-bag suspension. Does that mean right. it's got a big curved leaf spring with it, too? Yeah, you it's could say horseshoes. Horseshoe in front of the axle. Okay, so that's that's called the 380 on a Kenworth or a Flexair on a Peterbilt. Right. Okay. 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 All right. And the so, two two arms attached to the top of the pumpkin underneath the, the frame. 
and they go parallel to the frame up to the hanger and it bolts to the hanger and that's where you put the alignment shims. Well, it's not yeah. the pumpkin they're attached to. It's well, it's the pumpkin housing, diff housing. Okay, and and what you the bushings are gone in both of them. Is that what the problem is? That happens. I I have the bushing gone in one of them. Uh huh. Kenworth tried to tell me that I need to replace both of them at the same time. Well, how many miles you got on the truck? Uh, one point six. I would replace every one of them. Well, I, I see. I would go a different direction. I'm, I'm that kind of guy. I go off in a different direction. The arms themselves are fine. The bushings and pins need to be replaced. True. And rather than buy new Kenworth arms with the rubber bushings that tear and wear out, I would put atro bushings in the arms you got. Right. And also check the, uh, uh, say the pins at the top and bottom of that. U-shaped spring on the front side of the axle, too. Yeah. I mean, at around 1 million miles, my experience is this suspension really needs to be completely rebushed. Yeah, and it'll ride better. It'll handle better if all of and those bushings are get fixed. It aligned. Yeah, stay better aligned, yeah. Okay. Now, those torque arms, I'm, I am planning on replacing all of them, hopefully this summer, but I replaced one temporarily. Does the truck need to be realigned? Well, somebody's going to need to check it because as the bushing deteriorated, the alignment changed. If somebody aligned it with the bushing half gone, and now you put a fresh bushing in, you're going to change the angle. Right. Until you get all of them replaced, you're going to have to realign it over and over. That's why I say replace everything, and then you won't have to deal with it. But he's got to wait until the summer when he's got some time off and he's got the money. Whatever you're going to do. Okay. But if if they need replaced, aligning it now isn't necessarily going to set it. Right. Right. Correct. But there is not a problem with replacing one arm and not the other arm. I don't have a problem with that because you're going to have to have the alignment checked anyway. Right. Okay. Now, now the, you're talking about just the bushy replacing just the bushy. Yes. Does the do they come as a kit through Kenworth or, or no? Are they aftermarket? This, it would be aftermarket. Uh, I would find somebody in your area who handles Atro bushings, A-T-R-O, and they should be okay. able to give you a quote on what the bushings would cost, and they would simply take the arms out, pop the old bushings and pins out, and press in the loops. Okay? Because the, okay. the steel arm itself is okay. Should be. Yeah, it's like brand new. Yep. Okay? Okay. That's the situation. Very good. Well, good luck to you. All right. Oh, thank you. All right. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. That was was fine. We got got through that. Yeah. We went from California slash Arizona to New York. To New York. And we didn't ask him where he actually was. Uh, No, we didn't. We failed. And then now we've got 920. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to assume that's in the middle of the country. Let's say Missouri. Let's say Wisconsin. Okay. This is one of them cheese heads. Close. Close. It's Close. sort of in the middle of the country. Yes. Okay. All and right. Let's see what he has to say. All right. Hello, Hello Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Hello. Yeah, are you're you... right. I am a cheese head. <laughs> and, and are you in the cheese land? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm in Green Bay. Good for half you. Hour, within a half yeah. hour of Green Bay. All right. But, uh, no, my question is about is the steer no, wait, tire. Wait a minute. 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 
Are, yeah. are you up up in that little peninsula that goes up off of Green Bay out into the water? No, sir. Blue I'm County? actually where actually if you want to know, my truck sits on the exact opposite side on on the mainland. Oh, right across from okay. that big thumb. The big thumb. Okay. Yeah. I got a friend friend of mine lives up there in Fish Creek. So, yeah. just curious. All right, yep. I know where that's at. Okay. Very good. But uh, All right, my so you, issue, you my question. question. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm getting to the point where maybe about two months from now, I was going to need new steer tires and everything was wearing as it should. And then Mm -hmm. suddenly within like the last two weeks, I got a spot on the outside shoulder of my steer tire that's making a flat spot. And I Mm -hmm. guess I'm wondering what, what maybe that would, what's causing that. One spot or two or three spots? Yes, sir. One spot. Yes, or what? One spot. Yeah, just one spot. All right, and it's on the outside shoulder on yep. the left front or the right front? Right front. And um, how many miles are on these tires? Uh, I really couldn't tell you. I haven't been driving mm. the truck as long as the steer tires have been on it. And and how many miles have you driven the truck? So far, probably 80,000. 80,000. on. Okay. And the truck drives straight, doesn't have any problems uh, road wandering or vibrating it's or anything like that? It's got a little like bit of a it's got a little bit of a pull to the right, but it's been doing that since I've been driving it. Okay. Um have you ever felt the tires feeling for feathered wear? Yeah, we haven't found anything. And nothing good. nothing alarming. Good. No feather tire is it? It's the outside right front. front. No, what yep. what what kind of tire? Oh, what brand? It's a Firestone. Firestone. Okay, that's a good tire. Um, Have you noticed any balance weights on that front tire? Nope, and there's no Centromatics on it. And and on the inside of the rim, sometimes they glue them on the inside of the rim where you can't see them from the outside. No, not that I've noticed. Okay, all right. The odds are when you get one cup like that, it could be the yep. start of a balance problem, and tires will gradually okay. wear themselves and get out of balance. So it could be a balance problem. Mm-hmm. It could also be All a right. part of the tire that got a cut. At some point, you were turning, and you caught a sharp edge, and you put a little cut in that one spot. And when you cut the rubber, it's a weak spot. It moves more, and it starts a cup around the cup. All right. Okay. Yep. Um, yep. But nothing you have described to me gets me all excited. No. Okay, but if you wanted to, and, uh, and this is this is just in the last week or so, and you've put eighty thousand miles on it, so it's like got sixty some thousand, six some months worth of driving on it, and it just yes, got a cut. Yep. Yeah, probably no big deal. But when you finally do replace these tires, no matter how much life they've got on them, if you if you use like a, a wax pen or a, a something to to mark the rim and the hub and just make sure that those spots don't line up again, Yeah. then you can be sure that it isn't something, uh, a bigger problem than just the one tire. All right. I just wanted to and make sure I shouldn't look at something else before I just throw new tires on it and balance them and have the same well, thing happen again. Well, when they're in, they're going to put the tires on. They want to jack it up and they want to shake the wheel bearings and stuff and make sure it's mechanically yep. sound and, and, and do all the normal routines. But 
there's nothing you've described there on a tire that is almost worn out anyway. It's only got a couple months worth of life left. Yeah. There's nothing yep. there that gets me real excited at this point. No. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Very good, buddy. Enjoy the cheese. All right. Yep. Good luck. Yep. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right. That was cool. We're good. Yep. We have another comment or question from an 803 area code. Yes. 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 You want to take a guess at where Uh, that is? Well, I'm going to say North Carolina. You were real close. It was South Carolina. South Carolina. Wow. The Palmetto State. One of them Carolinas. Them Carolinas, yes. Yes. All, All right. right. Well, let's find out what South Carolina has. And if he's even in. True. You never know. All right. All right. Hello, South Carolina. Hello. How y'all doing this evening? We're great. Yourself? Oh, pretty good. Uh, I got uh, cool. three I got three uh, short questions, hopefully not uh, too difficult for the experts. Well, we charge extra for anybody that is in South Carolina. So are you in South Carolina? (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately for that question, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. The first question will cost you nothing. Nothing. All right. Second question will cost you double. Double. And the third question will cost you triple. So All right. We're fine. That's that, that's. I wish I had credit cards with interest to that. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. What's your first question? Um, the first one is, what is the proper way to check uh, shocks um, for being wore out other than leaking stuff? I've been hearing some things on such as they're hot or something along those lines. Yes. Obviously, if there's a little bit of moisture and they're misting, that's not a big deal. If there's fluid running down them, all right, sorry, that one's gone. But the second way of a shock can fail is that the valving inside the shock fails, and the fluid is no longer moving in the shock and doing its job. So if you drive a truck down the road for 15, 20 miles, 30 miles, been driving it all day, you pull into a truck stop, and you walk over and put your hand on the front wheel, and you get a temperature, okay? And then you reach okay. over and you grab the bottom part of the shock. And if the shock is the same temperature as the wheel, the shock ain't working. Because okay. fluid movement will generate heat. Right. So no matter whether it was cold out or hot out, the temperature of the wheel would be, should be the same as the temperature of a dead shock. Right. Okay. You could also, when you reach in there, put put your hand on the leaf spring. Right. And then put your hand on the bottom part of the shock. And there should be a difference. And if there's not, eh, that sucker's dead. Now, the third way to check a shock is you take a wrench, you undo the bolt at either the top of the shock or the bottom of the shock so you can dismount one end of it, and you attempt to compress it and and expand it the, the with hand your hand. The you're making right now is hilarious. Yeah, we, no, don't, don't, no, don't, anyway. don't describe that. Okay. If the shock can be moved easily by hand, it's dead. Okay. I think we all know what we're saying. <laughs> My son is a dirty-minded. Okay. All right. We'll leave that alone. All right. Did, did that answer your question? Yes, sir, it did. Cool. 
second question, which is going to cost you double. All right. All right. Um, better make it a good one, then. Yes, uh, it better be a good the, one. <laughs> the outside shoulder of the driver's side front steer, um, mm-hmm. I have, uh, I think it's a Samsung uh, 11R 22.5s. Okay. And, uh, it seems to, it, uh, after about 60,000 miles, it has started to wear in, uh, say, mm-hmm. a half inch, and it's kind of wavy with a dip. Okay. Now, let's <clears> – first question is, what brand is your truck? Uh, Freightliner. Okay, Classic. good. So the Freightliner means you – the odds are you do not have a Dana axle, and there's issues with that, so we'll just leave that aside, okay? Second is, this – Samsung tire that you've got is a five rib tire. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And on the outside edges, is there a quarter inch wide piece of rubber that's a separate little tread and then the main rib, or is there anything on the outside shoulder at all? Is it more solid or? Uh, I believe it's. I believe it has a, a little. Uh, little a little bit of extra rib. Okay, yes, if it has the little section, or is it wearing on just that little section, or is it wearing on the main rib? It has it has uh, moved to the edge of the main rib. Okay, all right. And it's not doing it <coughs> on the inside shoulder of the left front tire or on either shoulder of the right front tire? No, sir, only on the outside shoulder of the left tire. Okay, now if you... Have you felt the tire to see if there's any feathered wear? Slid your hand back and forth across it? Yes, sir. I have not noticed anything noticeable. Okay, good. No feathered wear. All right, excellent. And what year is this freight shaker? Uh, 97. Okay. An antique. It's it's an antique. You've got to pronounce that correct. Okay. Antique. The greatest possibility that we've got, based on the evidence you've just given me, is that the wheel bearing's getting a little loose. Yep. So, do you do your own maintenance, or you have somebody else do it? No, sir, I do. Okay, do good. Excellent. Then, the way I would like you to check a wheel bearing, you get back to your shop, I want you to jack up only the left front tire. The right front tire stays on the ground. I want you to grab the top of that tire with both of your hands. I want you to take a good, solid stance with your arms locked and your legs back, and I want you to push and pull on that thing like you're trying to rip the tire off of the rib. Okay? Okay. And, yes, and if you hear a very slight little click, 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 that's the wheel bearing. Okay. The wheel bearing clicking against the racer. And that would cause that shoulder to start wearing like that. Yep. Okay. Um, and, okay, well... Now be, right, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. I, I was just saying I got it. <laughs> you <laughs> got it. For wheel bear play. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, this old, very this good. Old, uh, yeah, this old 97, there's almost no chance this is a sleeved assembly. There is no chance it's a sleeved assembly in a 97. They didn't have them Which then. means you've got, you know, you're going to end up having to tighten this up. Almost every 50,000 miles. To well, yeah, yeah, it, it all depends. Now, depends. the other thing is when you get it to that point and you got to decide, do I need to tear this apart and replace the bearing or can I just tighten it up? That makes sense? Yes. So while you got it jacked up in the air, I want you to spin the tire and get it good going good and fast. Right. And then I want you to reach in behind the tire and put your fingers on the air brake chamber right behind the tire. If the bearing is bad, you'll feel a vibration in your fingers. 
on the brake chamber. And when you stop the wheel, the vibration will go away. And when you spin it, oh, there's that vibration again. That means those bearings are gone. You need to take them out of there anyway, and you wind up adjusting the the bearing, the new one, when you put it in. If it's smooth, if there's no vibration, great. Go ahead and snug it up. Right. That makes sense. Cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Easy check that way. (laughs) All right. That's two. We're going for three. Did you have a third? And this one, he said he had three questions. Three this questions. is going to be triple the cost mm-hmm. and triple the price. God, this is getting expensive. Okay, good. <laughs> All righty. Um, the front inside uh, shoulder of the uh, uh, first drive axle. Oh, yeah, it got something on it, don't you? Yeah, on the, on the inside. And then yeah. the... Opposite cross tire, which would be the rear um, Mm -hmm. passenger side, the same place. It has about the same little cup on that shoulder toward the frame. Yeah, the wheel bearings are loose. It's the same same problem as the steer, except it shows up on the inside edge instead of the outside. Yeah, because you got duels, it'll show up on the inside edge. On a duel, it'll show up on the outside edge or the inside on a steer, depending on factors. Now, in order to check the bearings on the rear of the truck. It's a little different because with two tires, two rims, a drum, and a hub, that some guns weigh 700 pounds. And so it's leaning down on that outside race. And you've got the wheel jacked up on the left side and the right side's on the ground, and you've got 700 pounds of weight hanging on there. And you can't grab that thing and wiggle it and get enough pressure. So the way we test a drive axle bearing is you lift it up to you about an inch off the ground, and, and, and you get, take a tire iron or a pry bar. I like a tire iron. And a tire has a bent end and a straight end on it. So you put the bent end under the tire, and you put an impact socket down on the ground to act as a fulcrum underneath that. Then you push down on the end that's out, and it pops up on the one that's in, and it'll go clunk, 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 and that bearing's loose, and you got to tighten it up. Yep. Now this is, I mean, there aren't any other real moving parts. I mean, the cupping, cupping is, is caused essentially by movement. Yep. And there aren't any other moving parts in, the, in that drive uh, uh, assembly. So. The only other moving part that could be would be a 9.5 millimeter thin housing and some axle flex, but in 97, you wouldn't have it because they didn't start those until 98. Showing up on one side of each axle. Yeah. And, so, and so you've got a loose component and yeah. it's almost definitely the. Now, there is a specific procedure we like to use to adjust the bearings. Yep. So what I would like you to do is when you get home and you get these jacked up and you check them and you say, yep, the bearings are loose, then I would like you to call us mm-hmm. and we will arrange to get you the chart we use on how we adjust bearings. Right. Okay? That's a bit of okay. an explanation. So do you have a pencil you can write a phone number down on? Yes, I've just got it. <laughs> uh-huh. 800 617 5592. Now, that, we're in, that's our office number. We're in the office Monday through Friday from 9 until about 5 Central Time. Yep. And you can just call in, and we'll figure out whether we want to scan it and email it to you. Or if you've got a fax number, we'll fax it to you. But when you figure out they're actually loose, give us a call, and we'll help you get the final adjustments right. Okay? Okay. I have one more uh, thing I may need to let you know. Uh, all these bearings on the truck are the uh, uh, blue-coated ones. Um, uh, yeah, um, I got it. Which means if they installed them according to their procedure, they're all loose. Yeah. 
What's number one? I've ju- I've just changed the uh, I changed the front right steer because that one went out and I got a replacement and put on it and I tightened it down to some paperwork a mechanic that I talked to in town. Uh, yep, and you know when I can't handle it, he handles it for me. <laughs> let me let me let me guess how the instructions told you to adjust it because you installed it, right? Yes. All right. The instructions probably said to put the hub on, slip the outer bearing in, put the adjustment nut on, spin the hub, torque it to 200 foot-pounds, back it off, tighten it into 50 foot-pounds, back it off a quarter turn, and lock it up. Yes. And that quarter turn loose is what's causing all the cupping. I wouldn't doubt it. I thought that was odd. <laughs> yeah, but that's the industry standard. Now, what you're supposed to do when you back it off the quarter turn, and you're supposed to do it with an empty hub, then you're supposed to put a dial indicator on there and grab that empty hub and push and pull it and make sure you've got less than 5,000 send play. But nobody tells you to use the dial indicator. Right. Now, with the Meritor axle you've got there, if you tightened it up to 50 foot-pounds with an empty hub, now, did you do it with empty hubs or did you have the drums, wheels, and tires on it when you were doing it? Uh, wheels, drums, and tires. All I do is pull okay. the. Uh... Okay, so now you've got now you've got three hundred pounds, three hundred fifty pounds of weight on the steer axle bearing when you're doing the adjustment, and you got seven hundred pounds on the dual bearings when you're doing it, and when you tighten that in with fifty foot pounds, you have two tapered opposed bearings, don't you? Yes. The, the 50 foot-pounds of torque is pushing those two tapered cone bearings in and attempting to lift and center 700 pounds of weight. Now, can you pick up 700 pounds of weight with 50 foot-pounds of torque? Oh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> you never got it tight enough, and, and then you backed it off a quarter turn, and a quarter turn back off on a Meritor axle backs it off 21 thousandths, and you're supposed to have less than five. Yeah. Okay. I guarantee all those bearings are loose. Right. Yep. So well, now, since we know, we'll know all of this, now, do you have double nuts or single nuts on these? Uh, single. Okay. Excellent. I'm going to tell you how to adjust your bearings right now over the phone. May as well. We've gotten this oh, far. We've gotten this far. Might yeah, as well right, tell no you. No questions after you. Nobody else is after you. I'm going to start singing <laughs> dirty songs anyway. Okay. So you jack up the front wheel. You grab it. You shake it. Yep, yep. Click, click, click. That some bitch is loose. Okay. So now you're going to get the oil cap off. And I usually put duct tape on the inner lip of the rim. So when I pull the oil cap off, the, the oil will flow out on the duct tape and fall down into a bucket instead of going all over my wheels. Okay? All right. So I get the oil cap off. I release the clip on the single nut that I've got. Now I'm on a steer axle right now with 300 pounds of weight. Okay? okay. I will simply... Torque the nut to 50 foot-pounds and leave it. Put the clip ring back in. Okay? 50 foot-pounds foot on a 300-pound weight is enough to get it less than 5,000. All right? Yep. Now, on the dual wheels, I'm going to jack up the right side or, or the, the wheel. I'm going to put a cup underneath there. I'm going to take the drive axle shaft out, and the wheel's going to fall in the cup so I don't make a mess. I'm going to take the clip ring out. Now I have dual wheels there with more weight, and on the duals, I'll tighten that single nut to 90 foot-pounds and do not back it off. Put your clip back in. Put the clip back in. Put the axle shaft back in. You're done. Okay. Now, you're not going to preload the bearings with these settings, 
because you're trying to pick up 700 pounds of weight with 90 foot pounds. You're not going to preload that. You're just going to pick the weight up. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, and if, at least that does answer quite a few questions I've been been knowing over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> right. Let me let me describe one other symptom that you may be getting because of the drive axle bearings loose. One of the complaints when the bearings are loose in the rear of a truck is the guy will be driving on the road holding a steady speed, not accelerating, not decelerating, holding a steady speed on a smooth road. And he feels a vibration come up through his seats that shakes and stops and shakes and stops and shakes and stops. You ever notice that one? Is it kind of like the truck is just like wiggling just a, just a hair and it feels like it's coming up through the seat? Yeah, I mean, and then it stops like and little... then it does it again. Yes. That's yes. the loose wheel yes. bearings in the rear of the truck. And the smoother the road is, the more likely it happens. You tighten those I bearings up, that'll go away. <laughs> I rotated the tires and changed the air pressure to a little more or a little less, try, <laughs> trying to run it down. Nope. Just got tight. <laughs> yep, yep. The other thing, I had a guy complain that he was, he found that when he was going slow over railroad tracks, he kept hearing this clunking in the back of his truck. Couldn't figure out what it was. We tightened up the wheel bearings. Well, it was the drive axle shaft banging against the diff gears. Cute. Drive Wow. <laughs> You know that shaft that, that you bolted to the end of the wheel hub, that three-foot-long mm-hmm. shaft? Well, we was going over the wheel, the, the railroad tracks. That the, the wheels were flopping, and that axle shaft was banging against the side gear on the diff. Cute. Well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you a call back and uh, let you know how bad it was. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. If the odds are it will be between a quarter and a half a turn. Okay. Yep, that's normal. All righty. All right, well, gentlemen, I'll, I'll send you the check in the mail. We appreciate it. <laughs> and you have yourself a great day. All right. You too. I got a lot of work ahead. Right. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Okay. That was a fun one. That was. And, three and questions. That was. Three good ones. We got a hell of a check coming. He does. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We pay him or does he pay us? I, I, I'm hoping we're. Getting... We get paid? Paid. Woo! I didn't know we could do that. <laughs> For three we'll see times, about this. How much was the initial question worth? Zero. Zero. Three times zero is three hundred dollars. A lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got another guy with a question here. Five seven zero. Five seventy. Where is five seventy? Is that like Minnesota or Missouri? No, it's like Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. It could have. It was like Minnesota or Missouri. Well, it yeah, same kind of weather. <laughs> Doesn't feel that much different. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's see what Pennsylvania has. All right. Hello, Hello, Pennsylvania. And ironically enough, I'm in Pennsylvania, and it feels like Minnesota. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you got some cold weather there, huh? Okay. Yeah, right now it's uh, about 26 degrees, and there's about four inches of snow on the ground. That oh, fell 26, yesterday. 26 degrees is way too warm for Minnesota. Yeah, oh, it's, okay. it's, it's almost June in Minnesota. Yeah, that's 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 just before the Fourth of July for Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I press number one is I don't want to hear you sing. <laughs> oh, you guys are so bad! <laughs> I lined up Although a whole gonna, bunch of dirty songs. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're going to sing dirty sea shanties, I'm all in. 
Ooh, who's that knocking at my door? Who's that knocking now, 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 at my door? Now, 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 this is a family show. <laughs> this is a family show. Okay. <laughs> okay. 2014 Cascadia. Yeah. Bridgestone, ti- Bridgestone tires on the steers. Yeah. And Yoko's, Yoko's on the drives. All low pro okay. 22.5. Got it. Uh, no feathering on the steers. Yeah. No, no discernible scrubbing or cupping on the drives. But you're losing the outside have, shoulder on the right front tire. Nope. Oh, good. Tires, okay. are, <laughs> tires are wearing perfectly. I like that. Jumping but, ahead. <laughs> but I have to hold the steering wheel about 20 degrees left, no mm-hmm. matter what road surface, no matter what lane. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. okay. Sound like this truck needs to go to Chad? Not if you don't have any regular tire wear. Right. If there's no feathered wear and you're just pulling on the steering wheel, the first thing that I would do would be to jack the front end of the truck up with the engine off, wheel straight ahead. And once you get the front end, both wheels up off the ground, start the engine. If the steering gearbox has got a problem, the minute you start the engine, the wheel will turn to the to the right and which means you're holding it against hydraulic pressure. Right. Gotcha. And that wouldn't cause any tire wear. Right. Okay. The okay. other, I, I was, I still would not be surprised to hear that it's just that the steer axle is out of skew, or at least out of skew. That's the next step. This I'm going for the fast and cheap here. That would okay. Be, well, that, would that be cheap? Well, it's the cheap check. It's cheap to check it. Yeah. Okay. The second thing to check would be to take a tape measure and measure from the U-bolt on the steer axle, right where it goes into the axle. Bump your tape up against that. Right on the front side of the U-bolt. And measure to the front bolt on the leaf spring on both sides to see if the steer axle is physically square underneath the truck. Yeah, measure to the threaded side so you get a consistent measurement. I'm suspecting that that's probably the issue because... The previous owner of this truck had a hired hand in it, mm-hmm. and the hired hand fell asleep in New Jersey last year and mm-hmm. kind of ran into a guardrail. Okay, so if he just scraped the side of it, he could have knocked the axle back on the right side, or and, and that could cause the skew. As long as he didn't hit it with the frame which could have knocked the frame out of square. Right. That that almost sounds like it would have been easier. And if he just, if he just caught the frame rail when he was snoozing, he would have just sliced the right side and he could have moved the axle a little bit. He could have, he could have, he could also be the frame, which is another tape measure measurement, which is very easy to do at the rear end of the vehicle. Just measure in an X pattern between the huck bolts and the cross members. Yeah. The uh, uh, frame, the what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? Cross members, cross members to the frame rails. Yeah, yeah. Maybe okay. The, yeah. Measuring an X pattern between those, those the X legs should be the same length. Right. Left uh, front, left to rear right, front right to rear left. Yep. And you know, just you're just going to the cross member behind the fifth wheel plate, and back to the very rear one. If if those two X pattern measurements come out the same. 
the okay. odds are the frame's okay. Yeah, the frame's probably. So you got three things to check. One, start the truck with it in the air, see if it turns by itself. Two, check the it squareness does. of the steer axle to the front of the truck. Right. And three, check for a diamond in the frame. Right. So basically, I'm probably going to be looking at either a spring shop or a body shop that has a frame straightener. Uh, no, if it's if the steer axle is not square with the front of the truck, you can loosen the U-bolts. Right. Jack the leaf spring up on one side and push the axle forward because the center pin has slop with it. It could be out of square by a quarter of an inch, and you can square that up without doing anything special but loosen U-bolts and, and move it. Right. That's that's likely what happened. If the right side is pushed back, then you'd have to correct to the left to keep it going straight down the road. And but that as long as it like wasn't manual pushed back. labor. Yes. It's definitely manual yes. labor. Um, yes. You can get the well, president I, of Mexico I make, to do that. I make, enough uh, mo- I, make enough mo- I make enough money as an owner-operator. Mm-hmm. I'll go out to Kansas City and let Chris Gordon take care of it. He will handle and, it without a problem. Anybody and on then, our list can he, handle this problem. And then after Chris does his work on it, give it to Chad just to make sure everything's good. <laughs> well, if if it's just squaring up the front axle, Chad will handle that. If it gets into right. the frame deal, then the other guy's got it good. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All righty. Awesome, bud. Away. All right. Have a great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's that knocking at my door? Okay. Right. <laughs> Have a great day, buddy. Have a good night. Bye. All right. Okay. All right. Um, we got through all of that. We got about 15 minutes left. We got one caller. And guess what state this guy's from? I, I It's familiar. I just don't. New Jersey. New Jersey. This okay. is Chris Christie's buddy. All right, 716 is New York, 732 is New Jersey. That's the way it is. I'll forget that by tomorrow afternoon. I forgot it already. Right. Hello there. No, not yet. No, there it is. Now you push the button. All right. Hello there. How are we doing? It's Barnacle, Bill, it's Barnacle Bill the Sailor. Open the door Barnacle and get Bill on the floor. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> of course it is. Far out. What's up, we, buddy? Um, I'm looking to buy an older trailer, and uh-huh. I want to know, I had taken this trailer for a ride a couple of weeks ago. It was dog-legging to the right, so they told me they did an alignment on it. But mm-hmm. what should I look for? If I go down in the pit, on, you know, underneath the trailer and looking at stuff, how do you know, like, the bushings, if they're bad, uh, or if anything else is bad when you're looking around at stuff? Well, okay, there's several things that I would be looking at, and it depends on the brand of the suspension as to what specifically I'm looking at. But if you take a pylon and you shove it into places where you can see it all attached to the frame, and you can pry on it, it doesn't move, it will be okay. Okay? The second thing well, I would do... Wait. Go ahead. Hey, can you re- can you repeat that because my phone just went total staticky. Well, that's terrible. When you're under, right. I know. I don't know if it was you breathing hard or what. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so repeat um, that. Yeah, if you get under the trailer, and I don't know what specific brand of suspension you've got, but if you take a pry bar with you and you go underneath there and you stick it up and you pry on places where it looks like there might be a bushing or a pivot and it doesn't move, then you're probably okay. All right? Okay. Okay. 
The second thing I would look at is I would look at the brake shoes. Obviously, you're looking to see if the brake shoes have any obvious cracks and if they've got enough material. But if the wheel bearings are loose, the drum will get cocked, and the top brake shoe from where you're looking at on the inside will have less brake material than the bottom brake shoe will. If it's visibly different, okay, we've got a problem here then, okay? Okay. The, the third thing that I would do is I would take a 25-foot tape measure with me, okay? Because they yep. say they aligned it, right? And you want right. to check to see if they aligned it. If you take a tape measure and a uh, black marker pen with you, and you go up in the area of the landing gear, and you make a little mark on the side of the trailer where you're going to run this tape measure underneath, and you have somebody hold the tape measure where that little mark is, and you pull the tape measure to the other side of the trailer. Now, if you move your end of the tape measure toward the back of the trailer, the numbers on the measurement on the width will get longer, won't they? Right. And as you, if you move it toward the front, it'll get longer again. Where you find the shortest measurement across that trailer, that's when the tape measure is straight across. Got it? Okay. So you make a second mark. Now, you've got two marks on the trailer that are even distance straight across the trailer. Now, if you take that tape measure and you have somebody go back and hold it on the edge of the rim on the front trailer axle, and you pull it up to that mark that you made on the trailer up there, and you get a distance measurement. And just for the sake of a number, let's say that it's, it's uh, 95 inches, okay? Right. Then you go to the other side of the trailer, and you measure from the edge of that rim up to the mark. If the axle's square, you should be at 95 inches. Okay. Then you can take the tape measure and measure from the front axle rim to the back axle rim on both sides and see if the second axle is square to the front axle. Right. Okay. This is old school tape measure. Yeah, this is old school field check. Is the alignment anywhere close? Right. And okay. if it's anywhere close, well, that's, that's okay. That's perfect. Yeah, that'll be where you're at. Okay? Okay. Yep. Uh, so is there anything else under there other than, uh, like, bushings? I mean, it's got airbags, and the plates on top should be not rotted. I know that. Yeah, you want your fifth wheel um, plate to be in decent shape. You want your airbag plates and the air lines and stuff good. And if, you, and if, if it happens to have one of those uh, uh, air pressure automatic inflation automatic systems, inflation. if it's an old trailer with that on it, honestly, you may as well just take it off. Well, the other choice he's got is, well, how old a trailer is this? A 99. Oh, it won't have it. Probably won't. Unless somebody retrofitted it, it won't have it. All right, this is a 99 Kentucky. Yeah, but it doesn't tell me what suspension's underneath it. Mm. Yeah, I, I think they're usually Hendrickson's, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it could usually, be. But could be. Anyway. Okay? Yeah. Yep, very good. Appreciate All right, buddy. It. Good luck to you. All right, good luck. Yep, thanks. I'll tell Chris Christie you said hello. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Who's Thank that you. knocking at my door? Who's that knocking at my door? Well, I think on Daytona 500 Sunday, we got a good 45-minute show done. Would you like to go to the dance? He asked her. Oh, no. 
We'll leave that alone. <laughs> yeah, we did pretty good considering the computer was screwing up at the beginning. Right. Uh, we've had a nice talk. Right. Um, we've answered some questions. I didn't get to tell any dirty jokes, Good. but that's the way life is. Except for that thing with the shocks. Yeah, we won't talk about that. That was a, that was a visual thing, and we're on the radio. <laughs> so I want to thank you all for calling in, for listening. Have yourselves a great day. We're going to sign off, and we will try this again next Sunday. All right. Bye. Thanks for calling, everybody. Bye.